Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Greg Pickens, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Our reading is from Matthew chapter 6, 1 through 18. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and in the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father, who is in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Here ends the reading. Our reading for today is one of those teachings where Jesus was at his most serious. In just the chapter before, Jesus reshaped what people thought important through the promises and powers of the Beatitudes. Remember the Beatitudes? Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the merciful, for they have received mercy. There are many more recorded, but these three are my favorites. And just after our reading, Jesus moves into his famous instruction to his disciples by telling them, Do not put your light under a bushel basket. And it is in between these two signature teachings that we find our reading for today. We feel in reading this chapter that trouble was coming for Jesus. Already he had been reported for verbally attacking the temple elite by saying, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So the stakes are high. There was some pressure on Jesus to form his disciples quickly to train them and have them in the world bringing the good news. So what is Jesus going for here? On the face of it, he was encouraging his followers with lessons on transparency before their maker, a simple reminder that there is no hiding from God, not thoughts, not deeds, not anything. That and a reminder that for those who thirst for a closer bond with the living God, 
that is only accomplished by letting God in, not walling the Almighty off from the parts of our lives of which we are afraid or ashamed. But there's more here. Of course, not all of the religious elite in Jerusalem were against Jesus. We have evidence of this in the scriptures. I suspect that most of them wanted to be close to God and were good examples to the people. But in our reading today, we hear Jesus calling out that portion of the religious leaders who seem to be living two lives. The first one, the outward life of seeming generosity, full of prayer and generosity, seeming to help others, looking out for the poor and destitute, projecting an outward religious life of devotion with a good measure of pomp and a few dollops of celebrity thrown in, all designed to present a false front to others. Jesus had seen and dealt with plenty of truly pompous people and braggarts, but what really got under Jesus' skin were the ones who put on the outward appearance of righteousness, but had an interior life that was something much different. This was religious fakery, and the Lord had no tolerance for such people. Those who pretended to be religious leaders set apart for the care of the people, but were really a different person on the inside. Those leaders who used almsgiving, prayer, fasting to draw attention to themselves, feeding that unhealthy part of themselves that craved the intention and adoration of the people who would see them in public and assume they were someone to emulate. In Jesus' mind, the religious leaders who participated in these antics were empty inside. And by succumbing to their unholy need to be praised, they were gathering for themselves through fakery the love and adoration due only to God. The lesson is rewarding for us to recall even today. For Jesus, one could give, could pray, and could fast in a way that honored God and honored oneself. Even if a spiritual practice did not turn out the way one wanted, it would be an honorable attempt, an attempt that one could take to God and ask for the strength to do better the next day. This is not lost on us. The encouragement here is to know the reason why. Why do we give? Why do we pray? Why do we fast during the year? When we use these God-given gifts for spiritual growth, we give worthy and true worship and honor to the one who created us. We are not worried what others think about us. We are striving for righteousness and transparency in the correct way. This is righteousness in action, and it is rewarded by growth in our own bond with the Lord. Let us say together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, 
whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning. Drive far from us all the wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.